We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bar Winkler on a Tim Shea Tuesday. Tim, I do miss. Uh, I do miss you. You're not on with the frequency since you're always working in the overnights. Yes, keeping America and Milwaukee hey. plugged in on. What highway has the latest guy shooting out of his car? <laughs> or, or, these things. or on Sunday, you were driving a little crazy Sunday morning, uh, spinning out on the freeway into Got ditches. Some weather concerns. Oh, it's whoa. Your, your overnight duties are going to pick up now. Yes, Big they time. are. A lot of accidents. Yep. Jeez. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm excited. Our our Badgers are going bowling. Well, they were already, but we got the axe back. Well, we're gonna do something we never do, and this episode today is gonna start with Badger talk. Um, I like it. I like it. Not not basketball. No, I'm not there yet. No, not yet. Badgers, but, but they do have Monday the big, night. They do have the big Marquette game coming up. Yeah, uh, that's in Madison. How do you feel about this game? Um, we'll see. I think they'll lose. I feel like they'll lose. Uh, but, you know, anything can happen. This must be how, like, you know, when, when Brewers fans, I'll use them as an example, are talking about how Brewers and Cubs is such a rivalry, and then the Cubs fans are like, mm, is it? I think that's how Badgers fans are with Marquette. Like. The Badgers, I don't know. I, I do I like do, point blank. Do I like Marquette? I think the answer is no. No. Huh. Um, I I mean I love the years that Diener and Wade were there. Um I think I mean the Badgers are my team, and but college basketball isn't my number one thing. But I am a Badger guy. Uh, I like the Panthers. You know, I'll support Milwaukee all day long. Um, Tough game the other day, I think, against Southern Miss. I had a chance to come back. Um, So I like them. I I just think with Marquette, I'll support Marquette. That's the difference. I will support Marquette. I will, you know, I I was rooting for them against Kansas. I found myself rooting for them. Um, and then against Purdue, I didn't realize Hunter Dickinson had transferred. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he left Michigan. <laughs> but I had no idea. 
That's how unplugged I am with that sport. But what happens is, and I've talked about this, they get to this game on Saturday. And any goodwill that is earned, any appreciation, sometimes even any like, oh, I might like this team. Goes right down the drain. Resets to zero. Yeah. Uh, for no fault of the team or the coach. I mean, who doesn't want to root for Shaka Smart? It is 100% the um, annoyance of Marquette fans. The Marquette fans are the, they're the mosquitoes of Wisconsin sports. They're yes. not a year-long problem. Uh, but when they bother you, you can usually flick them away. But one th- those nights that like, you just got bit up and weren't thinking about it. in the next like couple of days, you're in pain. Yeah, That's what Marquette fans are. The mosquitoes okay. of Wisconsin sports. That's a very good way to put it. I like it. I'm going to start using I've, that. I've been looking for a long time for the best mosquito reference that I could find. And, and finally, <laughs> I think I've found a home for it. Marquette Perfect. Fans. Perfect. And so maybe they win. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would assume they're going to win their favorite. They're the better team. But but Badger fans can't win because if Marquette wins, they're gonna shit on you all year. I know. But then if Wisconsin wins, they come up with they all year. They're gonna be like, "How did we lose to this shitty team?" No, they just come up with a list of excuses, you know. So they can't they can't take a loss well. Well, because also it's the only thing. Yeah. Like Badgers have uh, football, obviously, and volleyball. Congratulations. Okay, I go out on Friday to the Bucks game. I'm at Goolsby's, uh-huh. and uh, my buddy had a birthday thing. So there's some people there I haven't seen in a while, buddies. And they were all, like, looking at the TV and, and trying to see how Wisconsin did against Nebraska in volleyball. Yeah, it's a thing. I, I still think it's like a... I still think it's like when a dub, uh, NBA guy shows at a WNBA game. It's like no, telling you is, to do that. no. I'm sorry, but this is this is actually a thing. It's not that. It, I mean, volleyball's a great sport. I you know it's it's Bart, tickets were going for three four hundred dollars for that game. It was. Yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah, that seems. It was the most expensive ticket for a Wisconsin athletic event this year. More yeah. than football. Pretty More much. than football. Yeah, well, football tickets were going for five bucks last game. <laughs> Jesus. But hey, we got the axe back. So, all right, we got the axe. Great transition. Um, obviously, it started badly, and then they won this game. So they beat they beat Minnesota. They beat Nebraska because when they lost to Ohio State, we'd kind of talked about what games can you not lose? Like you can't lose the Northwestern, which they did, right? They did. You can't lose to Illinois, which they did that too, right? Uh, no, they beat Illinois. No, who did we lose to? They Indiana. lost to Indiana. They yeah, lost to the Indiana fuck? and Northwestern back-to-back games. Hey, did you see who's rumored for that job? Who? Your guy. Indiana? Shut up. Gruden. <laughs> that would be just full circle for it. I might have to be a Hoosier fan if he goes there. Hey, you predicted Gruden wearing red for a year. I did. Just the other red. Yeah. Gruden to Indiana because everybody's firing their coaches. This is the highest buyout amount of money ever in college football. 
obviously the Jimbo Fisher 75 million, 80 million. <laughs> God, I wish I could have 80 million to go home and sit on my couch in my basement. I was pumped when I got like a very small severance from Odyssey. <laughs> Oh, and, shit, I'm fucking king of the world. And now you work there again. Uh, for, anybody, for anybody that ever is going to get a severance, uh, or just keep this in the back of your mind, the taxes on severance pay is a lot higher than the taxes on normal pay. And I was not aware of that until I got my first paycheck. So, <laughs> uh, plan accordingly. If you're ever on severance, just know that, that the, the taxes are higher on severance pay. Okay. Um, just a little, just a little, uh, you know, I'm almost 40 now. Me too. Yeah. When April? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should have a birthday party together. Maybe we should have a tailgate at a brewer game. Yeah. My birthday bash. Yeah. Let's do Tim Shea's birthday bash. That'll be the next tailgate. All right. We're good. I like it. I like it. Should we do a weekend? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Maybe we'll start at Pato, or do we, or do we want to do like a tailgate tailgate? Well, I don't know. Now that I mentioned Pato, your eyes went up. Yeah, I lost uh, I lost money Friday night at. There's this bar. There's this bar. What's the bar called? Third right. Street Tavern or some shit. Third Street. Third. Uh, where is it on on Third Street? It used to be something else. I think it used to be the Ale House. Is the Ale House still there? Oh, over there in the yeah. Third Ward? No, by Pfizer. Oh, Oak Barrel? I don't know. There was like this bar that we went to that I'd never... Like I said, I, I swear this bar was not here yesterday, and it will not be here tomorrow. It was like an oasis. Maybe I'll have to go check it out. Should I get in my car right now? <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a bar called The Oasis, and every weekend it's in a new spot. Okay. Like a pop-up bar. <laughs> um, Luke Fickle, your thoughts on his uh, season one? Seven and five. I mean, not what we thought, everyone thought, but everyone thought they were going to be an air raid offense and go 10 and one and win the West. And... You know what? They, you know what? He beat Minnesota, so that makes up for a lot of it, I think. I mean, that game, that rivalry is number one for Badger fans. So I saw a lot of fans saying this makes up for the bad season. Would we, Would we? if we're Badger fans and we went to playoffs and shit and we're, we're 11 and 0 all the time, but then always lost to Minnesota, would we want that coach fired? Probably, if it was like Michigan, Ohio State. That's bullshit. I know. That but game was good and uh, entertaining. I'm just so tired of how they, like, just be the rivalry. Don't, the add-ons, the crossing out of M's. Ugh, I hate that. State up there, team down there. So fun. But it's everything. Did you see the Ohio State athletic director get into a little, like, tussle on the sideline with a Michigan security guard? Like, <laughs> it is everything. Yeah, the only one that should be fighting security guards is Matt LaFleur. <laughs> So we're going to get a bowl game. Yeah, it's sounding like the Music City Bowl in Nashville against the SEC team, team like maybe a Texas A&M, actually, or a Kentucky. Uh, are we going to play, like, fucking Auburn again? No, I don't think they're going to go to a bowl game. Did you see how their game ended on Saturday? Yeah. Against Alabama? 
was yeah, I thought there should have been a safety in the game, but the ref was on his ass. <laughs> and then there was another game that I thought in the NFL should have been a touchdown, but the referee like couldn't they had no ref at the goal line. Like they they run it. I don't know, ref placement. Um ref placement is my new uh, long-term discussion point. Okay. okay. Journal Sentinel has all of the um experts picks. Brett McMurphy friend of show says he's got UW connected to the Music City Bowl against Texas A&M. There you go. 24/7 Sports says the same thing. Jerry Palm says the same thing. Uh ESPN says Wisconsin Auburn in that game, same with Fox. And USA Today is Wisconsin against Kentucky. Other people say maybe the former Outback Bowl. Oh, yeah, the Real Quest Bowl, right? Yeah. What it's called now or something. So yeah. when is the Music City Bowl? Uh, the 29th or the 30th? Is that during the day? December, yeah. I think it's a 2.45, 3 o'clock start. December 30th, Big Ten versus SEC, ABC, 1 o'clock Central. 1 o'clock, okay. So that is a Saturday. Maybe we should uh, have a little get-together, the meet-up, the hurry-up, a Badger pregame. Uh, I will be on the air that day. Oh, all right. So uh, great. Saturday. National Radio will hear you talking Wisconsin, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, Saturdays have been fun because I just watch the games and talk about the game. Now I'm going to have to do work. Yeah. I'm gonna have to prep a show and not come in there hungover. Um, I don't know. I expected more. I expected more from this season. I understand the challenges and we all did and all that stuff. But I think, I think what maybe we unfairly did was we looked at this schedule because next year's schedule is impossible. Yep, six and six maybe, um, maybe. And this is with the expanded college football playoff. Yeah, they play at home. They play Penn State, Oregon. I think they go Here, to USC. We go. Let's let's win loss already. You want to be the first uh, to win loss? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'll give you the rock music again. All right, Badgers uh, <laughs> next year. Week one against Western Michigan. That's a win. It's a bowl game rematch. Right? Uh, from a Can couple years ago, yeah, the Cotton Bowl. Uh, South Dakota Coyotes. That's a win. Alabama comes to town. That's a loss. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you, just, can you just say that one more time? Alabama comes to town. Wait, wait, not Alabama a and No. Alabama I want to go to that game. I'm going to that game. I'll be there. I want to go. Uh, Alabama. Alabama's coming. To, Alabama's crossing that 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 mystery line of north and south. Mason Dixon. Oh, there's not all of it's a mystery. I know. All right. After that, who do we play? Then we have a bye. Then we go to, for the first time ever in Big Ten play, USC. Oh, South Carolina, right? USC. Oh, no. Southern California. Oh, shit. So Alabama and USC. The USC. That's a loss. I don't know. Lincoln Riley's kind of falling on his dick. No. 
Purdue at home. That'll be a win. Rutgers on the road. That'll be a win. Tough. A win. At Northwestern in October. That's a loss. Are we four and three? Right now we're four and three. Penn State at home. That's a loss. We got to win one of these. We'll beat Penn State. No, I got, I don't keep going. I got the win for you. At Iowa. That's a loss. The Oregon Ducks at home. That's a win. What? No Bo Nix. I don't care. I don't have their quarterback. At Nebraska. I'm going to give them a win. Well, yeah, we don't lose to them. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at home. Win. So seven and five. Well, he's got to get players. He's got to recruit. He's got to get players to win these games or else we're going to be very mediocre. All right. Here's a, here's a fun game. Let's say the Badgers start the season 4-0. That would include wins against Alabama and USC. Which of the following games would they absolutely lose? Purdue at home, at Rutgers, or at Northwestern? At Northwestern. <laughs> I feel like they'd probably lose the double uh, at Rutgers, too. At Rutgers, yeah. I mean, Rutgers, Rutgers is, is better. Which of these games will be the Peacock game that everybody bitches about? Well, the Alabama game will probably be Fox. But Fox always gets for you know when they do when they do this, Fox always picks Michigan Ohio State first. I bet you CBS picks up Alabama Wisconsin, or it could be the night game on NBC. Or it could be yeah, which if yeah, that's gonna be. Or it won't go to ESPN right because it's an Alabama road game. Correct, it's an Alabama road game, so no ESPN. So it's it's it will you know what one of those two networks will pick it up. I bet you CBS picks it up because. Why not? It's the four there. It's Alabama. At USC is going to be like a nine thirty Fox game. Yeah, it's going to be late the weekends that they have. Four that years. could be an NBC game. Oh yeah, that too. Wow. Big Ten Saturday night. There it is. <laughs> Big Ten Saturday night. Big Ten Saturday night. Hey, can you tell? I was trying to tell the story of your. Nephews, cousins, buddies, friends, uncle that went to Happy Place Hemp. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my, my buddy's, my buddy's <laughs> uncle's brother. Not but not also, also uncle. Not also related. Uh, he went to Happy Place Hemp. He said he wasn't sleeping well. And these gummies that he bought weren't, weren't just working well. So he uh, decided to go there. He name dropped myself. And they gave him a little sampler pack and said, here, try these. If these work, come back. I think he went back. Wow. I think, yeah, I think they worked. He said, I, I'm pretty sure he said, he told my buddy, my buddy's uncle, the other one, that uh, he, he had one of his best nights sleeping. So. Wow. Yeah. And now every time he goes back, tell him to use the promo code BART. I told him, twenty five percent off. Every and he went. He night. went there too. He didn't. You know, didn't call. He went in. Yeah, and if he, you go in, you could probably drop. You could probably like just drop the Tim Shea and get that discount. I need to go back there soon. Oh, you've been saying that for a couple of weeks, Tim. 
I know. I know. I just, you know, with the weird time I get up, I've been sleeping well. What did I take? Uh, Monday, no, Sunday night I took one. Okay. Sunday night I took, it must have just been the Delta 8. It's in the tin that says full spectrum. When I have to stay up during the day, I take these bad boys. You are taking those? The the yellow ones. The mango? Yeah, the THC free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just took a Delta 8. And then uh, I stayed up a little bit, watched the game, got tired, went to bed. See? It was great. Um, because I do, if I don't take one. See, there's there's two ways that I can go to bed without being insomniac. Drinking? Coming up, smelling like booze, snoring all night, or taking a gummy. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off every order. Not just one. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm listening to that. It must have been a Cyber Monday sale. No. This is is the one deal you're going to find 365, sometimes six days a year. Best deal in town. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um, I guess I'll bring it up again. I think I've gotten to the point where I'm more upset about the people that are telling me to move on from this council thing. I was moved on. I was moved on. And then he showed up at a Bucks game like nothing fucking happened. That is bullshit. The day before, he showed up at my, uh, well, not my niece's basketball game, but a tournament, and I saw him. Anyone heckle him? No, but. Look, if Craig Council, who, <laughs> on the Dan Shaney YouTube, you see the council with no head bobblehead. Mine I did throw away <laughs> after I broke mine. There are still pieces on the floor. I still have the other three. 
that I need to. Uh... Shit, that's a good one too. I know. Got I might sticker. keep. I might keep this one. Yeah, maybe we'll like him again someday. But I, I don't understand how people like. Okay, so yeah, you go to a, your niece's game, you go to your daughter's whatever. I mean, he, people, listen, I, he's still living in town. Just let him be. But that's that's part of my problem. What would have been the reaction if he shows up to Bucks Bulls? The same, nothing. And I said, this is my comparison. Let's say there's a manager of the Philadelphia Phillies who then takes the job with the Mets and then shows up at a Sixers game. He would be kidnapped and you wouldn't see from him again. I know. Until you transferred five Bitcoin to a random account. <laughs> okay. This is, and I'm not saying we need to make his life a living hell. No, he's there. Fine. Whatever. Ignore him. The fact that he thinks he can go there. Yeah, I know. Then it's, it's people telling me, why is this a big deal? Like, again, if you don't get it, you don't get it. But now I'm getting the Bart. Craig's a Bucks fan. What? Now he can't be a Bucks fan? You think Craig Council gives two shits about the Bucks, honestly? Uh, from, from the tweet that I saw, John, the guy that put it out, someone asked him what was it like, and he goes, Craig was unbothered the whole time, but, like, never cheered, and when everyone was standing, he was still sitting down. So some passionate-ass Bucks fan he is. Aaron Rodgers is an owner of the team still. Do we forget this? Well, remember, he's dating... The other owners thought. Uh, probably. Aaron Rodgers still has ownership in the Bucks. He won't even show up there. Nope. But Council's like, oh, no, fuck, I'll buy a ticket. What an idiot. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't get how I, I, I don't get it. Like, he does something atrocious and I get mad and I'm the, I'm the bad guy. I think there's bot farms. I, this council thing, because I, I, I know when I put out a tweet, what kind of reaction I'll get. Um, or like, I, I know what a, I, you can feel a steady amount, like, okay, there's a lot of negativity here, but this is, for what this is, the negativity matches what this is. This council thing is off the fucking charts. The amount of people that, uh, like, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't fucking get it. I know it's it's he needs to just not show up at big sporting events. Do you think he'll go to the Brewers winter warm up? <laughs> yeah, why not? And meet Cubs manager Craig Council. No, just as a fan. You know? Yeah, he's like, oh, I always I always wanted to be to one of these as a fan. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Walk around. <laughs> he's gonna be around everybody, so get used to it. Especially during the off season, you'll see him around at your favorite restaurant or whatever. I, I mean, I don't want to see him at Tupelo Honey. His daughters don't graduate. Oh, His daughter's only a freshman, so twenty-seven. Oh, class of twenty-seven. Yeah, that's why he didn't move. I just, I just, you know, the whole thing about Milwaukee being the Chicago suburbs. It's more about Brewers to me. It's about Milwaukee, man. Sucks. Somebody asked me if I 
if the game had doubled my salary, would I go there? You might. You would. I would if I could be program director. Fire all of them and hire all of you guys. Yes! I got a job. If ESPN Milwaukee ever wanted me, I'd, I'd go there and do a part-time show yeah. once a week for peanuts. If the game ever wanted me, they'd have to give me the keys to the fucking castle. There you go. Big difference. Well, um, anything else? Just a little news plug here for CBS 58 and our good friend Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Our uh, news crew. Who I will be talking to momentarily. Our news crew will be out at the uh, um, toy drive today, Tuesday. So take a look, take a peek. We'll be out there showcasing that event and that whole shebang. Well, I'll be out there like in mere moments. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Well, I miss you. Always. Let's get together soon. Thank you for the lunch date, too, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. The chicken and waffles at Tupelo, honey? Yum. Delicious. Yeah. I I said I should have gotten that. I should have gotten that in addition to my breakfast. Yeah. My breakfast was good, but then you, you look around and see chicken and waffles. You're like, ah, I got room for that, too. Shit. By the way, the code I mentioned, 20% off. So... If you go there, you still have through the end of November. You got the rest of the week. Um, if you have a you know lunch thing you want to do or some dinner time, twenty percent off when you put Bart Winkler show in the reservations. Uh, our guy Zach went there, I think Sunday night. So check it out. Otherwise, I maybe mean, check it out anytime. They got brunch coming up on the weekends. They got great food. The first day I went there, I saw David Gruber. The second day I went there, I saw the Jonas Brothers. So. Who knows who you'll see? Might run into a Tim Shea. Who knows? Ooh. I'm going back. I'm definitely going back. No. TupeloHoneyCafe.com. All right, pal. All right. Well, big week. We'll talk next week, I'm sure. We could talk sooner. We'll talk, yeah, soon. I want. We should talk about the Packers soon, too. Like right still now? Not, I'm still not buying into the playoff hype. Well, let's see what happens this week. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to lose this week. It's let's see what happens against Carolina. They should have been my survivor. I'm out. Oh no, really? I took the fucking Saints. Oh I would have told you no. But then the Saints had two red zone turnovers, five field goals. Like they should have won. The process was sound. The results were not. All right, all right. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. I I think the Packers are gonna have a clunker against one of these four teams. Bears, Giants. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Where's I'm guessing game? it's going to be Tampa. Where's that game? Lambeau. Mm. And there's nothing mystique or that's gone. It's, there's no home field just because they're playing at home now. What are we we'll five and six? We could finish eleven and six. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. Stop. Just can we still win the division? Stop. <laughs> Taylor Swift going to be there. I was impressed. I think so. With Simone Biles, right? Isn't that rumor going around? Bye, Tim. Goodbye, Bart. Go Brewers!
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we're back and I'm back. I'm back at the toy drive. With Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, it's the Bart Winkler show. And we're in the Bear Sunroom Studios, if I remember that right. That's correct, yeah. If you can check us out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, Dan Shaney Insurance. Um, Steve, I have some sports-related questions for you, but that can wait. Sure. 17 years, uh, most of those you've been out here. There was COVID year. Yeah. But other than that. Two years. Yeah, two years. Other than that, it's been you talking to the people, getting donations, yep. all for the kids, Sparky. That's yeah, good stuff, man. It's for uh, Children's with Ho- uh, Children's Hospital, Children's Wisconsin. Again, I mean, just think about it. You don't want to be spending your holidays in the hospital. Your kids definitely don't want to be spending their holidays in the hospital. Uh, so, you know, what we do is we collect toys, and it helps, you know, for those kids during the holidays to get a couple of toys, uh, or a toy or two from Children's Hospital, and then we get enough toys, uh, which thankfully over the course of time we've been able to do so. It helps, you know, supply toys for the entire year. So if somebody's having a bad day, they get a toy, puts a smile on their face. Uh, for their birthdays, uh, checkout, when they're going home, you get a t- toy on checkout when you're going home. Uh, that's good stuff. Plus, it also helps with Robin's Nest, uh, which is something that they've started up in the last 10, 12 years or so, which is uh, something involving foster uh, parenting. Uh, so uh, a lot of these foster parents, you know, that don't have a ton necessarily going for them. Um, you're able to kind of help provide uh, toys for them for the holidays uh, as well for those foster kids uh, that they're mentoring. So it just does so much good stuff. It's my favorite week of the year, has been since we started this thing 17 years ago. Uh, and hopefully we can keep this thing going for another 17 more. My first year out here was 2015, 2014. Maybe I was in studio. Maybe first year out here, 2016. But still, since the mid-whatever. Would you believe me if I said my outlook on this has changed after I had a child? Yeah, absolutely. Not that it changed. It's just now I can say things and mean it instead of just, like, pretending. I mean, look, I uh, (laughs) I always tell the story. Matt Regatius, who used to be uh, a producer for Bill Michaels back in the day, um, has a son. Son, um, who is special needs, I guess would be the best way to put it, uh, and spent a lot of time in children's. And I'll never forget when his son was really young and he was uh, in, he called me and he said, don't you ever, ever stop that toy drive. He goes, because the look at my son's face when he was given a toy just changed his whole day. He was in so much pain and everything else that was going on, but that moment was huge. And not only was it huge for the kid, but it was huge for Matt and his wife, the parents actually seeing their son smile. We've been going through so much that day. It's 
Uh, it's a big deal. And I had the same, I had an experience with children's as well. Uh, last year, we had our baby daughter uh, at the end of July uh, and Labor Day weekend, she stopped breathing. Uh, and we were in children's uh, Labor Day weekend last year for two nights, three days, whatever it was. Um, and it ended up not being anything. They called it a brew event. You and E mean unexplained event. So they have no idea why it happened. Um, but apparently it happens Still. with babies. Um, so it happened once and they said it happens twice. Then we have to be something concerned about. Thankfully it never happened again. But you can imagine when your baby's eyes are rolling in the back of their head and they're turning purple, how scared you would be driving your baby to the hospital. Um, so I've been through it. I've spent nights at Children's Hospital. So you're right. When you're a parent um, and if you have to use Children's, you really get a better idea of it. But even if you have a kid and you've never used it, knowing that they're there is a big deal. And so many of the people um, that use children are not from Southeastern Wisconsin. They fly in from other states. They come in from different parts of the country um, because this is one of the top hospitals in the country and we're blessed to have it in our backyard. See, I gave you an assist there because you could say a lot of that much better than me. Um, I mean, my kid's four. I, I can speak on how great toys are and <laughs> yes. how great it is to have a hospital here. But thankfully, right. we haven't, you know, the only nights I've spent would be when he was born. Sure. Um, which that's lucky. Knock on wood. Do you see that video of uh, Jason Kelsey? Do you see that at all? When no. he was in the he was in the hospital, like living his best life while his wife was in labor. That's kind of what I did. I was sleep. I oh my god, she's in labor for ten hours. I'm just sleeping. I'm just enjoying myself. That's um, horrible. I'm a chair. That's that's when it, me as a dad goes up. Me as a husband. Keeps going down, but she's better. still with you, so it's 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 all worked. It's well, all as out. of the taping, yeah. <laughs> as of the um, taping, yes. Hey, by the way, if you can't make it out here to Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Old Creek, we're out here every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. We have great volunteers from Children's uh, Wisconsin are helping us out as well, uh, collecting cash uh, donations, check donations as well, uh, as well as brand new toys. Here, check out Toyland, Blaine's Farm and Fleet. If you can't make it out this week between Monday and Friday, why the hell not? I'm just joking. Um, but you can donate online uh, at 1250amthefan.com. Just click on the Toy Drive story. You can make your donation online. Uh, and hopefully I can see a bunch of you out here uh, during the course of the week and talk some sports. Yeah, uh, this is fun. It's great to be a part of this. And again, um, donate online if you can't get here. But if you can get here, see my man, Steve, that helped too. Um, I, need to, I need to come to you as a longtime radio man. And the things that I've been dealing with lately. Yep. Um, we talked Packers. I was on Curtin Long. You are. Thank you. We talked Packers. That's posted. So I'll start with a softie. Do we think they're making the playoffs? Because I told you I think they can. Yes. Very noncommittal. Their schedule's bad. So you know, they got Kansas City also. But then they have Tampa, in, in the, not in the right order, but the Giants, Tampa, Chicago, Carolina, Carolina, and the Vikings. And if you lose to Kansas City, you still got five games. Let's give them a loss in one of those five games. It's still four winnable games. Based on their schedule, based on Seattle's schedule, if we're going to scoreboard watch, uh, yeah, I think they can. I think, And even if they go and get killed, fine. But if, I think they can. And I think it's, it's good for a team that is, even if they don't make the playoffs, it's nice for a team that's young like this to have that goal, to have something to build towards. I think this, I, I just – the season for being five and six is like, 
I'm very pleased with how it is going. And they are five and six. Brian Gutekunst said in midseason that they had to show him something in the last 10 games. Uh, it's since that press conference, I believe they've started to show him something week in and week out. And this team has uh, turned the corner offensively, especially has turned the corner. And I think at the beginning of the year, a lot of people said eh, wins, losses, whatever. But the offense specifically, because the defense is Joe Barry, it is what it is. But offensively, you want to see the offense playing better as the year went, right? And by the end of the year, have two, three games by the end of the year where you're like, okay, they turned the corner. We're, we're good with this going into next year. They figured it out. It took a while, but they figured it out. We're good. We're going to go with this group next year. But if it's one, two, three, punt, one, two, three, punt every first half for 17 weeks and they never get out of their own way at any point, then maybe it is, okay, is Jordan Love really our guy? Are these wide receivers really what we thought we were? Then you have those questions. But since that presser, I think they've taken those steps. Uh, and now I think it's – I mean, it's going to be hard to convince me that Jordan Love's not the guy at this point. To, to me, he's he is the guy. Uh, and I think they still need one more true number one, with all due respect to Christian Watson. I think they could really use a true number one wide receiver. But outside of that, I, I think they're good to go. Um. With respect to the holiday season, yeah, and Craig Council, no. who has been no, I don't want to talk about it. Hold on, to our toy drive in the past, don't care. <laughs> and has, has has donated, don't care. Um, I what I why I want to bring this up is obviously I'm furious with him, and why I think he did is terrible. I don't remember a take that I've had or an opinion or a feeling that I've had that's been so like met with pushback that I don't understand the pushback because I've had takes about the Bucks or the Packers or the, whatever. And I understand the other side of it, but the amount of people who Wisconsin fans forget the Cub aspect of it, Wisconsin fans who are trying to tell me it doesn't matter who cares? And then he, and then I was over it. And then he shows up at the Bucks game. The brazenness of this man to show up at this Bucks game. I just don't understand how you can't be mad. And the the thing that's always triggered me in any time that we talk about money is is the thing that we do. It's these comparisons to like, well, you would do this in your job. You you would do this in your job. You don't move from AT&T to Verizon and have two million fans pissed at you, okay? He made Milwaukee look like a Chicago suburb. That's why I'm the most mad. And why why aren't people mad with me? Can you help me? First off, it's toy drive week. I'm trying to be happy. <laughs> trying to do stuff for the kids. You bring up this idiot. I told you. To, I told you. Craig's donated. I've said a good thing about Craig for the first time since Craig Timber. Good, good for him. I, Listen, I, uh, I've never been more mad about a sports topic in my life at any, at anything. You can talk about the Packers screwing up 2014. You could talk about, uh, Brett Favre leaving, <coughs> excuse me. I'm this killing one, this man. This one angers me the most by far. I've been the most angry about this. Just the t- thought of his name. I get mad. I didn't realize he was at that game last night. I saw it on social media. Um, this morning, somebody uh, that I tweeted and you quote tweeted it um, on your account. I uh, will tell you that there's a th- this is the difference. When Brett left, Brett never said he was one of us. 
Brett never said, hey, we, I'm, we put that I'm like you. We did that. Uh, we, we did that, right. But he never said he was one of us, no, no. right? I grew up here. I went to the stadium like you did. I'm a brewer through and through, and this is so important. And, okay, Brett never did any of that stuff. Brett never decided he was going to live here after he got traded to the Jets. Brett never decided he was going to live here after he got traded to the Vikings. Want to know why? Because he wasn't one of us, number one. Number two, he wasn't stupid enough to come back here uh, after everything that went on. He got rid of that softball game. Look at his split. I'm out. I'm not coming back for that either. Let Donald Driver do it. Rodgers is an owner that won't even come back okay. to Bucks games. Right. All of that, not having that. Then we have Craig Council, who does the video, who says he's one of us uh, and uh, is literally been one of us. You know, Whitefish Bay basketball games, he's there. Watching his kids play high school sports, he's there. Nobody bothers him. He's by himself. It's all good. Goes to a bunch of Bucks games. Again, nobody bothers him. All good. My issue with all of this is you could have taken the Mets job for a million less. Uh, you didn't want to do that. Uh, the Guardians, they don't know how much they were offering, but that you would have had no response from Brewer fans if you'd taken the Mets job. Even though no. you're in the same week. Nobody would have cared. All right, you and David Stern. We say, hey, Craig's at the Bucks game. That's cool. Cool. Whatever, right. He wants to stick around. That's neat. Fine. Guardian's job. Fine. Do what you got to do. Did only two jobs. And I literally tweeted it out that morning before it happened. I don't care where he goes. Do not go to Chicago to the Cubs and do not go to the Cardinals. I'll tell you this. He could have went to the White Sox. I would not have cared. Not have cared. Would not have cared. Go ahead. We'll see you in the World Series maybe someday. Don't care. But you stay in the division and you go to one of the two biggest rivalries of this fan base, which you know because you grew up here your entire life. And he's playing dumb now. That makes and me more mad. you want to play it both ways. Yeah, I you needed wanna, Steve this whole time. Right. Screw all you idiots yes. who are trying to tell me to get over it. No. It's not even been a month. He no. showed up at the Bucks game. No, I've said it on my podcast. I, I recommend you boo him, his family, everybody in the grocery store, at the bank. They left him alone at the Bucks game. Wherever you see him, yeah. you boo him. Like, I don't want you to be personal. I don't want you to name call. I want you none of that. Yes, Steve. But if they're, if they're buying an apple, boo. Just boom everywhere you see him. It's ridiculous. And then he has his press conference, and he's trying to tell me, oh, Man, it was a lot more difficult than I thought this last week. I didn't think your action was going to be like this. You're a moron then. You are a complete and utter moron if you didn't expect Brewer fans to be pissed off about this. And what makes it worse is you go to the Cubs, whose payroll is going to be double the Brewers easily. They're going to be probably have every chance to go to a World Series. The Brewers are going to be in a rebuild here going forward. With Brett, you saw him twice a year for a couple of years. With counsel, you're going to see him 13 freaking times a year for five years at least. And more than likely, if they win and they go to the playoffs, he's going to get another five years and another five years. And you know how he's going to be remembered? As the manager of the Chicago Cubs. That's how he's going to be remembered before this whole thing is said and done. And then when he's wearing that Cubs World Series ring around town, you can go up and congratulate him on winning a Cubs World Series and feel good about yourself. That is absolute Insanity. So why to are me. so many why people it, defending him? Easy. Why? He grew up here. But he Do you have any idea of how many family and friends acquaintances this man has around southeastern Wisconsin to help insulate him and to help fight his fights going forward? They're everywhere. I had a volunteer out here today. She was telling me that 
her daughter knows his son and they went to school together and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, I mean, that's just one example of what it came up today of, oh yeah, this person went to school, that person that knows that person. He has a huge network of people that love him. And I get it, right? Good dude was a good dude. And they're all going to protect him. So this is not like Brett. Brett had a few people, right? Business people around the area that like Brett. But he didn't have the close-knit people around him because he didn't grow up here, like council. So that's what makes this all completely different. That's why you have so many people running to his defense and telling people to get over it because they're friends with him, his kids, his wife, other family members, and they're going to defend him to the death no matter what happens. And those that are pissed off and angry don't have an affiliation with him, don't care about him or his family, and care more about being a Brewer fan than anything having to do with him. I'm not saying he can't live and be out in, you know, I'm not saying he can't do that. I will. Get the hell out. Go but, live in Illinois. You but, want to be a Cubs manager? Well, I agree. Go live in Skokie. You I, don't no, have I to agree. live here. But you like, want, that, that, that one report said his dream job. Cool. Yeah, Take your dream and get the hell out. But if I want to, like, I'll give him an inch. If I give him an inch and say, all right, he went, he went to some Whitefish Bay games this weekend. Okay. He showed up at a Bucks game. He's going to continue to. That is how how do people not understand? Like that is a slap to everyone's face. And then and then okay. Well, how do you, he's a huge Bucks fan, Bart? Oh yeah. Guess what he did at that game? Sat on his ass the whole time. Never clapped. Never cheered. That's what I was told. Well, I don't know. Who cares? I don't care if he stands up or cheers or not. But you're right. It is the whole aspect of eh, I'm fine. I'm Craig Council. I'm great. So I'm Wisconsin's not all that. talk. They won't boo me. Yep. You, you, can you imagine? I keep using this example. Philly's manager goes to the Mets, goes to a Sixers game. He would be dead. Tell me this. Tell me what would happen if Lafleur or McCarthy or any of these other guys would have went to the Bears from here. What if Forrest Gregg would have coached the Bears after Ditka? How would that have been received? Or what Bart if Star, right? Bart Star. What if Ditka would have coached the Packers after he coached the Bears? Would Ditka be the same reverend Ditka in Chicago had he coached the Packers? He was thinking, man, that McMahon won a Super Bowl with us? Exactly. As well as the Bears. Yeah, come on. Speaking of Bucks, last thing. Um, I don't know if – I don't know, but after 10 games and now there's been a winning streak and now Kevin or Connor or whoever the hell he is has an article about the Bucks should fire Griffin again. What are we doing? Being stupid. They're third place. Their yeah. best record. Look, look um, we got an in-season tournament title on the way. Well, I don't care about the in-season tournament. I've been to both games. Good, good, good. Very good. Yep. I'm going. I'm going to my first game with uh, Bucks Spurs, December thirteenth. Wembenyama. Uh, go see Wembenyama. Uh, th- this is the only reason I'm going to that game. To be honest with you, is because the sixteen-year-old got some award from high school so i only had to pay for one they might be raising the nba cup banner that night oh really on the 13th it's like a week after maybe whatever uh so anyway this is the thing did i like the adrian griffin hire Uh, no did i want a more experienced coach yes um having said that should we make proclamations about this team in november no december no january no Talk to me at the end of February, early March, and then I'll tell you how what I think this team is going to look like. I don't know if you watch, uh, what is it, Bucks Film Room? Is that the Twitter account or whatever it Mr. is? Mr. Film. Yeah. Um, if you watch, go back at his Twitter feed a couple nights ago, 
and look, and you could plainly see either they don't know where they're supposed to be going on defensive rotations, or they just choose not to move their feet to get to where they're supposed to be going in defensive rotations. But there are clearly issues on defense. And I do not care what the numbers say. Oh, look, they're, they're, they're missing two more threes a game against the Bucs than they were before. Right. Because they're missing two more threes per game, not because the Bucs defense has done anything to, uh, you know, try and have that happen at this point. Offensively, you're going to have any chance to win any game because you have Giannis and Lillard. Last night, I'm watching Twitter blow up as the Bucs are getting hammered. Sunday was rough. Right. People are losing their minds. No, last night, Monday night. People were losing their mind. Or no, today's Monday. Today's Monday. This yeah, is you're the right. Tuesday episode. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I'm all confused. I still try to. Sorry. I still try to present. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm all confused. Can't break that habit. So, anyways, so Sunday's game was awful, and people on Twitter. Oh my God! People paid money to go watch this game, and look at the crap they've got to watch. Unbelievable! Blah 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 blah. Complain, complain, complain. I'm saying nothing. I'm just watching it. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And what happens? They come storming all the way back. Giannis and Lillard take over the fourth quarter, and they win the game. Again, you all can freak out and be mad because they're not winning the way you want them to win. But they are winning, number one. Number two, seeding does not matter for this Bucs team. The only thing that matters for this Bucs team is, will they be healthy when the playoffs start? And will they be playing together as a unit in that starting five? Will Giannis and Lillard have figured out how to play you know, together by the time we get to the playoffs? The answer to that should be absolutely yes. Then it's, will they all be healthy? Will Middleton be healthy or will they be without Middleton in the playoffs? That is the biggest key of all, because without Middleton, that team is much different than with Middleton. And Brooke Lopez, holy crap, look at Brooke Lopez play lately. Um, So that too, how will his role develop and go on throughout the course of the year? These young guys, are they still going to be in the playoff rotation? Because right now they're giving Andre Jackson a lot of damn run. Uh, Marjan Bochamp's getting run. A.J. Green's getting run. Are they still going to be relevant by the time the playoffs come? That's all the stuff we have to focus on. The defense will figure itself out. It'll get better. It's going to take time. Um, but th- th- all this crap about Adrian Griffin being fired is stupid. Like, it is way too early to care about this one way or the other. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, the effort he puts in to this toy drive is unparalleled. And because I care about him and I care about this, if you guys can do any donations, please do, because I, you guys sometimes tell me, do a charity thing. No, this go, then it saves me the trouble and work, and I can still feel good, and we can get people to help. That's right. Blaze Farm and Fleet all this week, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm out here. Come on out, say hi. Got a bunch of representatives from Children's Wisconsin and Robinson is helping me out all week long, which is awesome. You can bring a toy if you already bought a toy somewhere else, drop it in the bin right out where we are set up with our bare sunroom. Or you can go inside Toy Lane here at Blaine's Farmer's Fleet, buy a toy or two in there, drop that in the bin. Or we have a cash bucket. You can drop cash or checks uh, into that as well, checks to Children's Wisconsin. Or go online if you can't get down here during the week. Go to 1250amthefan.com uh, and make your donation online again kids in a hospital during the holidays. Nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to live through it. And this helps. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. And to hell with you, Craig Council. He is a dick. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.